This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Victoria Anderson, who is an author and who is the creator of Leap Into Your Story. So she has a bit of interesting background. She was born and raised in Los Angeles. She grew up in the San Fernando Valley, where she experienced a number of personal, social, environmental, transformational events. Then, later on, while running a successful antique business with her husband, she was guided to move to a town she'd never even heard of before, just outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm not sure if she saw Bugs Bunny when he made his wrong turn, but there you have it. Leaving everything behind, she then moved to the Southwest and uh, began a new life. Currently, she's in central New Mexico with her husband, her cats, and her wildlife that roam through her yard near the Rio Grande River. And when she isn't writing... She's working in her ceramic studio, gardening or hiking ancient Native American petroglyphs near her home. This is somebody who is the definition of what's known as a polymath, somebody with many different skills and many different things they have going with their lives, also a multipreneur. So, Victoria, welcome aboard. Thank you for having me, Adam. Okay, so for the purposes of our conversation, uh, we can kind of take this wherever you want, but I know uh, some of our listeners are aware of your work with Leap Into Your Story and the work with uh, helping fiction authors find their voice. So the first question I have for you is, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the community at large? Well, uh, I believe everybody has a story to tell. There's a book inside them. And whether it be a fiction story, nonfiction process, memoir, you know, there's something there that you have to offer um, to someone somewhere in the world that will either inspire, educate, or entertain them. Right, right. So what is it? And I know this is a very broad question for you because when we first got to know each other, it took us two meetings to figure this one out. What is it that you do? Well, uh, for the sake of time, I will just narrow it down to my current projects, which is definitely an author with um, multiple books published, 
uh, podcasting now to promote the Leap Into Your Story uh, brand to get people thinking about the story within them, writing coach to walk through the process if they need to. And of course, uh, the very recent is I'll be launching some uh, course creations. Great, great, great. So in your experience, what are a few of the frequently asked questions you get from folks who are going through their process of making their decision to work with you? The, I'd have to say the top three, most, most definitely the first of the top three is, you know, how do I start writing? I don't know where to begin. I, I could feel it within me, but I don't know where to start. So the bottom line, I'm going to steal Nike's uh, slogan, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's it. Just get the gears, get the, the um, process in motion. Uh, The next one is how do I find time? Uh, That's the, usually the one that is the, comes up and I think this is mainly tied into the first one. So if you don't know how to start, you don't know how to process that time into your schedule. So, you know, I always say start with two minutes. Uh, I spent most of my adult life in call centers. And although, you know, it's kind of a monotonous work that had always been a good training that two minutes is actually a lot of time. And what I've done, and I know it's helped others, is to start with two minutes, believe it or not. You can get a lot accomplished two minutes a day. Yeah. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. And then the last, I think, is they're worried about who's going to read with, you know, what I write. How do I know somebody's going to like it? Well, you know what? Everything's a a gamble. Uh, It's just about finding the right people who have an interest in what you want to write, what your message is, and how they can apply it to better their life one way or another. Great. So what are a few questions you wish people would ask? Mm, This is a great question. (laughs) Uh, I have to say that um, I wish they would... uh, least ask me questions at the shows that they have done some research uh, about me and what I do to see if they're, you know, committed. I think if they, if they show me that they've put in the time, there's going to be a better connection versus somebody just window shopping. So I'd have to say, you know, if they, they asked me questions that they showed that they've done some research and not a fly-by-night interest. Uh, the next one is, you know, my why. When I make decisions, I'm always finding out why is this person doing? What is their motivation? I like when people ask me that as well because it provides a deeper level of understanding that shows that they they have a a different interest in you. Um, It's just a better conversation, deeper level, deeper connection. And that's kind of what you want when you're interacting with, whether it be your clients, your students are taking your courses, you know, writing a book. Um, You can tell a lot by 
the questions people ask you. And then I would have to say questions who show that they've really done their research on who I am, not just my products or my brand, but who I am. You know, I mean, as you know, I'm a multi-preneur, um, so womanpreneur. Right. Right? And if you search online, you're not only going to find that I'm an author, um, podcaster, but I'm also a licensed realtor in the state of New Mexico. Uh, right. You can find my ceramic brand, Victoria, as you noticed on my Facebook. It's V-Y-K-T-O-R-Y-A. And that is not my uh, birth name, but it's actually my artistic brand for uh, the um, career that I've had as a ceram international ceramic artist. Because not everybody who provides you money is going to be a customer or client. Uh, yeah. And it's a mutual trust and value. Um, you know, I want them to know the whole assortment of who I am before they reach out to me for say coaching. Great. Yeah. Wow. So uh, we're about halfway through here. And uh, since we are at the halfway mark, this is where we switch gears a little bit or switch the wagons as the case may be and have a little bit of fun. So okay. now we get to discover a bit about uh, Victoria as a person. What would people who know you, perhaps including me, because we know each other pretty well, be surprised to learn about you? So let's see if you can shock me after uh, going on a year of me knowing you. <laughs> well, that is quite a list. Uh, but I have to say that n probably not too many people know this as well as family members know this little fun fact about me. I was selected to be Miss Betty Crocker of 1985. So wow, yeah, <laughs> I was that is a shock. <laughs> and Betty Crocker wanted to revamp their old, older image from the 40s or 50s. They wanted a contemporary look. The marketing company that I worked with submitted my photo, and I was selected out of 5,000 entries. But Something went a little haywire mm -hmm. <laughs> because, as you know, they they didn't they no longer have a face on her. It's just a brand because when I applied for the marketing position, my recruiter realized I was not old enough to work. <laughs> so she put a different date on my application. <laughs> So oh, Walker was not real happy. They thought they were dealing with somebody who was 18, but they wanted me. They tried to assure my parents, you know, to be the, you know, be the custodians. And my parents did not want my face on billboards, uh, cake boxes, magazines. They just felt like that would be too much prostituting my image. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I was getting ready to ask you, where's the link to the commercial? Because at this point, almost every commercial is shown up on YouTube one way or the other. I can, if I know, if I find the right stuff, I can relive my childhood. Yes, but they went with number two and it wasn't so successful. So they scrapped the whole campaign and just left um, the, the Betty Crocker name and not the image. Wow. That was because of me. Just like 
<laughs> wow. Gee, thanks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Wow. Uh, hmm. That's a good question, too. Well, I hope they'll be talking about how I inspire them to take more chances, say yes, and you know, have them try something that they never thought about doing before, and they liked it. Yeah. If you could go back in time and change something you've experienced or something you've done, what would it be and why? I think I would... encourage myself if I had to go back and talk to my younger self is to stick with the writing. No doubt. Um, Mm -hmm. Everything I've done professionally, even personally has all been tied to writing. And I think I realized that I have that ability. that's pretty darn good. A little bit too late, but not impossible. Um, As you see, I, I don't let, Things get in my way if I want to do them. I don't look at age, uh, circumstances. I'll just keep doing it. However, I think if I had to go back and talk to my younger self, I would definitely say, you need to take your writing more seriously. It's going to bring you to great places, great memories, great people. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll pretty much all the time. Yeah. Speaking of going back or going places, what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And if you had the opportunity to do so, what question would you have for them? Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to think about this one. There's a lot of folks that I would like to in various mediums. But I have to say, probably the one that I would have loved to talk to, but he's no longer here, is Scatman John. I don't know if you remember his song. He kind of had like a a weird, goofy little tune that he started when he was 53. He had always been in the background, and he had a terrible stutter. And I think in his 50s, he just realized instead of looking at the stutter as something negative, he turned it into something positive with his goofy song. He worked with the stutter Uh and and made it something that he had always been ashamed of or, you know, self-conscious about. He turned it into a number one song. And I think if more people think about um, doing that, like he did. And of course I, I'm sure if he had to go back and ask himself, you know, to have that conversation, he'd probably be the same, having the same conversation. Don't let those obstacles stop you. Um, But unfortunately, I'm sure I know what his motivation was, that uh, four years later he passed away from lung cancer. cancer. So I'm sure that the mortality said, you know, what is he going to, I only have so many more years to live. What do I have to lose? What if I exactly? What what if I think? I gotcha. You know, or or what if I'm great? As he found out, and I think more people maybe if there's a message in that is don't wait until something catastrophic 
compels you. Even if you have to do uh-huh. it as a side hustle, um, just do it. Again, yeah. Feeling Nike's phrase, just do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're coming near the top here. We just have a couple more things I want to go over with you here. Uh, one of which is what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Oh, well, that could be daily. <laughs> Sometimes minutely. Um, I think I have realized that problems are just temporary most of the time. But when you stop with a passion, it takes harder to regain your momentum. You can roll through a problem. um, You know, and my thing is if it isn't burning down, being killed or being injured, it can wait. And I Mm -hmm. still just keep on every day. I make sure that I don't let obstacles stop me. And if it's writing a book idea, editing, or even putting to, I'm going to make sure there's some energy applied, even through the mess, yeah. because I want the momentum. Great, great. So uh, finally, I know you have a little something for our listeners, and I will share that with them. But in general, right now, what is one thing that you would recommend our listeners do as soon as they finish streaming this episode today? I would say um, the one thing I would recommend right now for those who are interested in uh, leaping into their story is start with a journal. So, you know, journals are great. Um, I guess they, they provide an avenue. If you don't have any means to express anything, mm-hmm. or have everything ready, you can look at your thoughts, your inspirations, your frustrations, go back. And then also use that, say, if you're a coach, um, you know, find those things that you have proven or, you know, think that can help. Uh, Formulate some books or, you know, start with what you know. All fiction um, writers will tell you, start what you know. Um, So if you're nonfiction Look for the tidbits that inspire you and you've helped others or tested them on others. I, I'm a big fan of trying things out. <laughs> exactly. I won't promote anything unless I've tried it out on somebody else other than myself. But, um, you know, the journal is a great way to tap in um, fiction ideas memoir ideas, Uh how to solve world problem ideas. And it gives you a record of just reminding you how much you can progress. You look back a couple months and go. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that's great. And thank you so much for joining us today. Now, before everybody leaves, if you're watching the video version of this on our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com, you now see it on your screen. But I will read it out loud for those who are out jogging right now. Go to www.leapintoyourstory.com forward slash gifts. You can see it on your screen. If you are looking at this on our website, you can see it in the show notes. It's www.leapintoyourstory.com forward slash gifts. And this will take you to claim your 100% free access to Victoria's groundbreaking new mini course called overcoming five hidden things holding you back from your writing. 
Now, I've seen this one personally, and I can tell you it's really good. It only takes a few minutes. It's very concise, and it comes full of actionable suggestions you can use to overcome fears and obstacles and turn them into strengths. And it also gives you some resources that will help you leap into your story as a writer. So with that, Victoria, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor, and believe me, an education. I'm glad. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,